0: So, NASCAR had a pretty good weekend at Talladega. Uh, There's some news out of Andretti World, both for IndyCar, not so good, and for Formula One, which is more so good. Uh, Another black guy for the Las Vegas Grand Prix, and uh, we're going to talk about a uh, late entry into the... uh, iRacing special event coming up this weekend. Actually, if you stick around long enough to watch this show, you can go watch this immediately after we're done. This is Apple Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Flock.
1: I'm Eric Richardson.
0: Eric is actually double timing today. He is uh, kicked that off. We, uh, not we, but Eric and, and Hunter and Mark and, and Ian Miller made the decision, what, two days ago, day and a half ago?
1: Yeah, I've been in talks a little bit but i think we solidified a time slot and we're scheduled out so we're gonna be good to go
0: the petite Le Mans at road atlanta michelin raceway at road atlanta to be exact uh, yeah this is the first first endurance event since daytona
1: yeah we talked about this one last year but it didn't quite line up and Just trying to coordinate schedules is really the hardest part. Everybody's so busy, and a lot of these races have either just a single time frame or just run at busy times of the year.
0: And then on top of that, with it being 10 hours, and you got to make sure you got to fill the drive time for the, the 10 hours. If I remember going back to Daytona, You guys did, what, three-hour stints each time?
1: Yeah, we did two three-hour stints between the four of us.
0: Yeah, and that was pretty
1: brutal. Yeah, it was rough.
0: Yeah, three hours in in the car uh, on your your kitchen table chair. Uh, How was your back after that event? Uh, I can't imagine. Um, Good.
1: First stint, I was fine, but the second one, it was pretty lit up. But I had also been on a charter bus for that's two and right half hours prior. that's right
0: you you did your <laughs> and first on my stint feet
1: for a meet and got home Less <laughs> than an hour later I'm sitting back down in a car
0: you did your first stint you went and coached a swim meet then you got back on the bus came home and then did another three hours in the car
1: well I actually did both of them after I got back from the meet
0: oh that's right oh my I God got,
1: I got back and it was just straight away into the seat then finished up got a few hours of sleep and then i was back up and at it in the overnight run
0: so i'll uh, let you announce what what will you be running for this event
1: we're going to be in the LMP2 category is it 2 or Dilar- 3 uh 2
0: is it 2 the uh, uh we'll they're, they're... the
1: Dilara, what p217
0: uh, all right so that'll be yeah, of course it's. Why am I thinking three? They're phasing the LMP two out though. After this year, is that? I or am I thinking? Fully, of, am I think of something else?
1: I haven't fully paid attention to it. They've really expanded the GTP class. Mm-hmm. They yes. started with the Cadillac in the last release, but now they have what the Acura, the Porsche, and I'm forgetting the fourth one, BMW. Yes, BMW. Thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> um yeah so this will be the first time in in an lmp2 class car it's uh what, what's your initial thoughts actually you know what you, you're actually training as we're talking here let's let's see what's going on i'm gonna go right right to the track for some uh some training here
1: so let oh and weird.
0: programming note um if you're sticking around be sure to tune in to Stadium scene TV.
1: We're actually just gonna take it out of the pits here, ah, a little warm up lap. There
0: it goes. Okay, so it's it's a little bit laggy, but whatever. We we'll get we get the point.
1: Yeah, you know, just kind of a brief run through here at slower speeds.
0: We did this during our GT three season.
1: Yeah, this is actually a really fun track. It really is tough as you first learn it because you have some blind turns in here. But as you get to know the track, it's a lot of fun.
0: Actually, while I was prepping the broadcast, I, I went into a random GT4, which was at Road Atlanta, just to line all my graphics up and test everything out. And holy crap, was that a toxic event or it was it was. You know, it was like a 15 minute sprint. It was actually pretty quiet until about the last five minutes. And then it just turned into like these guys cussing each other out. And it's actually this, this point right here. Uh, One guy made kind of a dumb move and didn't give enough room. And he actually uh, for the Fox bridge and down by the Michelin building there. And there's your lap. So he uh, guy made a dumb move and wrecked a car and the guy decided that who got wrecked decided he was going to retaliate and you get to that chicane kind of towards the end there before you go uphill to the bridge and he just veered straight across the grass and just plowed right in to uh with his trash his car was already trashed and he just plowed right into the guy who uh who took them out and it just turned into these guys dropping f-bombs at each other it's like man <laughs> like you guys it sounds like, about right you We're know, like, just like this is just come on like give me a break like it was a bad decision that turned into a retaliation and just just awful i it's just that's why i don't like open lobbies in iRacing racing because it's just so toxic it was funny too it was, it was in the morning so it was actually a lot of europeans and, you know, it was all these European guys speaking English to each other. And, and you know, m- you know, many of them, you could tell, were pretty fluent in English. But it was just funny hearing, like, Italian guys saying, F you, F you to each other.
1: <laughs> now, I definitely don't fancy myself as a road racer. Much more that open wheel oval. So we'll see how this goes. Mark, Hunter, and Ian are all pretty solid road racers. Oh, so yeah. I got the pick up the slack and
0: (laughs) about say you don't you don't want to be the weak link this weekend but i mean mark hunter and ian are all very very good at at road racing so uh... i think what i'm
1: finding though i'm actually within about two and a half three seconds of pace right now and each day i find a way to get a little bit quicker the big part will just be trying to keep it clean and watch out for gt3 cars
0: yeah yeah hunter i recall during his uh ai simulations that he was running he just said dodging the gt3 cars was the hardest part of it and we know iRacing's ai cars are not the greatest that's going to be an interesting challenge because you have not done an event like this where you're the faster car yeah, this is where it was, with this guy, he just veered right across the grass instead of taking that turn, just plowed right in <laughs> as the guy's going up the hill.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to watch out for that hill. If you don't have everything timed just right, you can definitely lose that back end over it.
0: I always felt like hold your breath as you're coming up over the hill and coming down as you're kind of, you know, not sliding, but uh, yeah, you want to use all the track coming down, Coming over the hill and down. Ooh, you got an off track.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be the one spot where usually you just sail right through there. That turn though, I'm probably gonna get a few one X's, just clipping that edge just enough.
0: So we'll be running a full ten hour broadcast. Hopefully, the you know you guys survive the full ten hours. Um, yeah, it starts at Friday night at six thirty Eastern we'll have the stream running live until 4 30 a.m. Eastern time. Um, fortunately still on Pacific time. So that's, that's only one 30 for me. So it's a little, a little more tolerable, but who, uh, do you know who's got the closing stint?
1: Uh, it's going to be Mark.
0: Mark. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Cause Mark, Mark is the guy who wakes up at like 2 a.m. on Saturday morning to, to drive in, in these kind of events. Um, uh, don't know why, but <laughs> I guess that's the only time he can get. He's got a you know young kid in the house. It's but I, I'll be running the broadcast, I'll kick it off, I'll disappear for a little while, and then I'll pop in later in the evening and, and take us home. And uh Taka should be joining me. He's uh he hasn't decided how much of the 10 hours he's committing. I told him I'm not committing to a full 10 hours. So I don't expect him to either, and I think that's completely unreasonable to to do a 10 hour but yeah um,
1: i some sleep at some point so I probably won't actually see the finish of it but I'll try to jump in there at the beginning
0: uh you know, much like the uh the Daytona event, you know, it's not going to really be commentary per se, but uh you know, I'll be here. I'll be throwing in some two cents here and there uh the drivers is there hopping in and waiting for their turn or maybe they're done we'll bring them in and get a little uh a little quick post interview if I'm around at that at the end and uh you know see how things are going and you know hopefully get a a good finish this weekend.
1: Yeah it's gonna be fun to see how it shakes out and, and what this split looks like.
0: All right. So stay tuned. 6:30 p.m eastern Friday night you're watching Garage Talk on uh, earlier than usual time, so head on over to the Stadium Scene channel either on Facebook, uh, on YouTube or Twitch. So okay, check I'm that
1: out and give me some pointers. I need them.
0: <laughs> so you'll hear from me. Uh, yeah, and we'll have the uh, you guys will be running your own live streams as as you do your stints, and uh, should be a lot of fun. So good, good way to spend a Friday night going into a Saturday morning. Not not a twenty four hour race, but Still, ten hours is a pretty pretty big commitment. Team of four. Yeah, yeah it should be a lot of fun. Two hours and what? Yeah, I think we're looking
1: each? about two and a half hours. I need to double check our um, spreadsheet again, see what our breakdown is. So,
0: I want to give a shout out to our friends at Extreme Sim Raising. You see the graphic below. Uh, their monitor stands. Which had been back ordered for months, came in stock. And as the moment I got the email that it was back in stock, I went and I bought two of them. So still mm-hmm. gotta fix some of the wiring. But it's nice to actually have uh have some uh hopefully I don't, don't can see, but look, you can see it's way cleaner back there. It actually sits above the monitor now. So um thank you to our friends at Extreme Sim Racing. Got some great stuff, really good quality. I mean those those. Yeah, the only the only issue which you know it's, I think it would have worked fine, but the washer that came with the monitor bolt, I have smaller monitors and the the washer you know uses the smaller bolt or you know, uh the smaller bolt and the washer was kind of right there on the edge of if it was if it was large enough to sit on top of the you know the frame or the monitor mounts, so, I just went out to Home Depot last weekend and uh you know spent like a buck 40 and bought some big you know one inch washers and that way i know it's nice and stable and secure and they're not going anywhere so that was like a buck 42 for eight washers that's not too bad no not at all it's just i like i said i think it would have been fine i just wanted to make sure you know buck 42 to know that i'm not gonna have a monitor fall down
1: on me be great if it was on a live stream though yeah although yeah uh,
0: I mean, I've, you know, we had the live stream of, you know, iRacing locking up on me and he's dropping profanity. Actually, you can't really tell, but if you notice, there's actually a, uh, a large TV. <laughs> I didn't tell you about, did I tell you about that?
1: I don't think so. That's our living room TV.
0: Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. So last Friday night, we got home and... Yeah, you know, we have this coffee table that kind of lifts up and turns into an actual table so you can actually sit at our or you know sit around the you know, we have a sectional sofa, sit around the sofa, eat pizza, we watch a movie or something. Um I usually get yelled at because I'll I'll grab the remote and I'll put like the NASCAR truck race on and then get yelled at for yep. putting I don't want to watch this. I wanna watch Paw patrol. No, we're watching the truck race, kids. Get your own TV. Well, wow. <laughs> turn the TV on bunch of horizontal lines down it. I'm like, no. Oh. No,
1: no. Time so, for new TV.
0: Yeah, so I I bought a new TV on over the weekend. And me being the engineer I am, started looking into like what would it take to fix this thing. And I started digging in, doing some homework. And I found out that this particular brand of TV, which will go nameless, uh it rhymes with Zizio. Um they there's a board apparently on here that fails quite often after about four years, This TV's about four years old. And, uh, this board, you can go to a TV repair shop online and buy the board for 26 bucks. <laughs> so Get the replacement yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got the, uh, I got the, the back off here. I started to take the, uh, got the board apart. I mean, it's the board is literally like this big. And it's like twenty six bucks. They said sometimes dust will get in there and short it out, and that's really <laughs> and, and yeah. So a twenty six dollar board failed my you know my fifty five inch TV here, and I'm like, you know what, we're gonna save this TV, and uh, get it
1: fixed. Mount that be your driving screen.
0: Uh, no, no, nah, it's it's <laughs> sixty. It's a sixty hertz screen. It's not good enough. Uh, so, but however, my bedroom TV is only a thirty two inch. So I get this thing working now. I have got a fifty five inch TV in my bedroom. <laughs> uh so yep so that's that's why i have a 55 inch tv leaning up against my couch behind me and i've got a bunch of boxes and stuff so it's anyway um andretti big big week for andretti
1: on multiple fronts
0: both good and bad yes so which one do you want to go first the good or the bad
1: Oh, I always like starting with the bad.
0: Let's start with the bad. So,
1: Romain Grosjean Grosny, Romain, arbitration. Grosjean,
0: yeah. He, uh, he issued a statement that said, I thought I was going to be back, and they told me no. And I have hired a lawyer, and I am taking them to arbitration. So, not sure, as of the time we're talking, I don't know what his end goal is, if he's trying to force himself back onto the andretti team
1: so what did it kind of looked like maybe? i
0: feel like he is because like where else would he go uh i mean there's room at dale coin it seems like
1: i wonder if, i almost wonder if there was something that was in an agreement in a contract that andretti was trying to void out or if there's a separation clause or something it's gotta be that he went hold on that's not allowable in my contract
0: how many times have we seen a driver run out of a team whether it's indycar nascar and we've said i'm con you know we're taking this to arbitration i've never heard that i am maybe i'm you
1: hear it in baseball
0: oh yeah yeah. i mean that's baseball arbitration happens every year but in in auto racing, you never hear about a driver getting cut loose. Although Andretti never formally said they were cutting him loose. It was kind of like, yeah, he's not coming it's back. Just
1: kind of been a given. Yeah. Unless I, mean, I missed it's... some sort of formal announcement that they were in a part ways.
0: No, I don't think there was. I, I looked for it, I didn't see anything. It just seems uh yeah, it's just a really weird situation. So who knows and where that's going to go? You look
1: at performance. There, there were a lot of wrecked cars.
0: There are a lot of wrecked cars, but there are also a few podiums mixed in there too. Um, was a
1: couple early on, mm-hmm. but then second went at went Barber,
0: South. second at Barber, and I think second at St. Petersburg in the opening.
1: Um, no, no. It, was, it was Long Beach, wasn't it? St. Pete um him and oh,
0: Scott one Yeah, yeah, that was that tire incident. Yeah, the tire wall
1: coming out of pit road and trying yeah. to get in there.
0: So yeah, he had two two second place finishes this year. I think he wrecked at every oval he was at uh
1: pretty much. Well, except for Iowa. Like nobody wrecked there it seemed like uh, except for uh, Stingray Rob losing his tire.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Stingray Rob lost his tire, but didn't. Um, new Garden wreck on the second day. Oh,
1: maybe because
0: he was going for his like clean sweep, and he and he missed it on that last day. And I think he lost it.
1: Wait, I thought he won that race.
0: He won the first one, but I don't think he won the second one.
1: It's been long enough ago now, all month and a half.
0: Yeah, all month and a half. We're already forgetting how the season went. I don't know. Let's let's look it up. you know? It's nice now. Like ten years, you know, fifteen years ago, it's like mm, we got to go pull up the computer and all right, schedule. Um, let's go back to last year. Oh, they already moved on to the twenty twenty four schedule in the app. Three indycar results
1: yeah at some point we got to break down that 24 schedule
0: nascar's 24 schedule that's a doozy
1: Uh uh-huh
0: well yeah wasn't planning on talking about i haven't had a chance to digest that today but hunter i
1: it i need to look at it again
0: hunter hughes Posted in his uh Instagram story. My his initial observation was the same as uh as as my initial look through. Atlanta is your first playoff race, and Watkins Glen is in the playoffs. <laughs> and it's yeah, you know, they've got this goofy schedule next year because um the Olympics, the Olympics, and it interrupts the end. In- Oh, right, you're right. New Garden did win. Oh, New Garden wrecked at, at, uh, it at was... Iowa. Or not Iowa, at Gateway. Gateway. Yeah, that's what it was. What am I? Yeah, he wrecked
1: a... uh, it. Would...
0: Ed Carpenter, had that big incident at day two of Iowa on the, <laughs> the start. That's what that was the one I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, driving through Ben Peterson.
0: He didn't make a lot of friends this year.
1: No, he did not.
0: But it sounds like he's gonna be back next year, as far as I can tell.
1: Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, maybe here in a month and a half or so, get through the NASCAR and Formula One seasons, and then we can start breaking down the that schedules do. as we prepare for 24.
0: So I I uh Real quick, I made a five dollar prop bet for this weekend. Uh, my par- five dollar parlay prop bet that will pay me sixty dollars if it if it hits. For I've I figured for five dollars, what half of this is a pretty much a guarantee. The first half of the prop bet is that Max Verstappen wins this weekend. Mm, probably, yeah. probably, probably, probably.
1: Your 75% chance. Yeah, right there. yeah.
0: So so it's like I'm feeling good about the first part. The second one, Kyle Larson wins at the roval.
1: <laughs> can he not wreck in the last five laps? It's like
0: if, if he cannot wreck in the last five laps, he will be there towards the end. But whether he finishes in one piece or in the front of the field is is The big question, but it was like plus 1200 on that. I'm like, for, you know, throwing five bucks into that five bucks turns well. into 60
1: decent chance.
0: I uh, it's just that's uh, that was a bet I was willing to take. uh the, the prop bets in Formula One are hilarious because it's like they already assume Max is gonna win. Who's gonna but,
1: finish second?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, some of the prop bets I've seen this year have been like Max wins. Has the fastest lap, gets the pole position, and leads like seventy five percent of the laps. Uh, It would be like a prop bet for a race. And it's like,
1: yes, I think
0: I think I'm going to take that. I you know, outside of Singapore, I'm going to take that bet. That's uh, that's pretty safe, (laughs) as as wild as that is. But, um, crazy. Cut cutter this weekend is that where it is yeah so we're getting close to uh to uh koda here in a few weeks
1: yeah, and then we're not too far off of the debacle that is las vegas
0: yeah and we mentioned that um so it was i don't know if it was formally announced but one of my top go-to kind of on-the-ground people in Vegas said that the Formula One committee was offering $200 grandstand tickets, uh, single-day grandstand yeah. tickets for the race if you're a Nevada resident. And it's like, I don't know anybody who lives in Nevada anymore. Otherwise, they
1: are going to be giving tickets away by the time this race hits.
0: Yeah. But you know you're saying, now okay, that's more than the three day passes." But those three day five hundred dollar passes were standing room. This is actually a seat. <laughs> the fact that they're getting down to two hundred dollars for a race day grandstand seat, I mean that that tells you something right there. Yep. Uh, it's it there's it going to be sure a does. lot of empty seats unless the locals fill it
1: because they the got locals,
0: free tickets. and the locals are so upset by all the construction and all the money that's being spent on this and then ripping the trees down in front of the Bellagio. And in fact, you you
1: may not have the fountain until what February or something something.
0: like that. Yeah. And then here's, here's the other thing that happened today is that Clark County passed a, I think it was Clark. I would have to be Clark County. Clark County passed a resolution that uh, vendors could no longer sell on the streets of the Las Vegas strip. It's like hmm, that's some very interesting timing for that to happen, considering that's happened for you know how many decades. Oh. That that was that was. Let's get everybody off the street for the uh for the race weekend. We're we'll bringing in a lot of very rich, wealthy people. We need. We don't want street vendors near the Saudi Aramco executives. But it's... yeah, it's. It's like, come on, guys. That's like,
1: all you do right here. It's the head slapper.
0: It's like, come on, guys. We know what you're doing. Like, like yeah, I may be stupid, but I'm not that stupid. I don't <laughs> know what you're doing. Oh. Yeah, right all now the I just times. want this
1: race to go and just just to see how it but, runs.
0: But we've got three years of this potentially.
1: <laughs> it's just... called one and done.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know what the I don't know if they have ever released the option, or if it was an option, or if it's like three years locked in. I I can't imagine. I mean, unless it's a complete total disaster.
1: Yeah, it's on the way.
0: Somebody's getting a lot of money here. You have to assume Liberty Media is going to get a uh, get, get their uh, their cut of the day. Um, a couple other things on Formula One. Um, the worldwide streaming rights for the Formula One contract coming are coming up, and a reported bidder will be <laughs> So you gotta go and subscribe to it's not, like for Major League Soccer, which is currently on Apple. It's like you can still get your local well, can you? The local teams are still on the regional channels, aren't they? I would assume. So that would be a really terrible. Don't
1: even watch soccer. So yeah, I terrible.
0: mean, that'd be a really terrible move if you just moved everybody to, you know, Apple. It's like, you know, what's what's it like 50, 60 percent of the smartphone business is, is iPhone. But I mean, it seems like you're really limiting your audience. But then again, Apple is what, first or second wealthiest company in the world?
1: Yeah, I think what, maybe second to Disney?
0: Uh I thought it was Amazon.
1: Oh, maybe Disney's kind of taking a plummet here recently. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of it is. There.
0: So the thing is like there's all this thing with Disney and and yeah, they're talking about like uh, you know, oh we're You know, there are people in this, you know, in the country in the US like protesting Disney. And, you know, you've got the very highly, you know, the high profile spat in Florida with the governor of Florida and Disney. And that kind of quietly, if you haven't noticed that quietly went away. But, but, you know, and they're like, oh, look, we're successfully protesting Disney. It's like, no, you're not. Disney. So Disney took two beatings. One was the writer and actor strike, which the writer strike is now over. Awesome. Um, the second part of it is that Disney Plus apparently had, had the contract for the National Cricket League in India. And that contract expired and the National Cricket League, whatever they call it, the National Cricket League went to somebody else. So everybody turned around and just canceled their Disney Plus subscriptions in India. So they had this huge drop in subscribers at the same time that there's this group of people over here protesting Disney and Disney's, you know, their beliefs and morals or whatever. And they're like, we, you know, we're doing it. Like, no, no, you didn't. Um, you know,
1: The other side of the country has something yeah, going on. Yeah, too.
0: it's like, you, you got to look a little deeper than that. It's, you know, the dent you made is probably about that much. The dent that the, you know, cricket, like if you haven't been to India or you don't understand, like cricket is like, to india what the nfl is to the u.s like everybody lives and breathes cricket in india i don't get it i don't understand it i haven't tried to understand it i have no reason to try to understand it because nobody plays cricket in the united states except for people that have moved here from india (laughs) and uh i don't get it i i don't i i really don't i mean i'm sure it's a fine sport it's obviously a very popular sport but you know india is a very very large country and when you you know your your national sport. It would be like you know, Directv lost the NFL Sunday Ticket contract <laughs> to YouTube. Can you imagine how many Sun or uh, you know, Directv subscriptions were canceled after that happened? Probably a lot.
1: Yeah, it'd be big.
0: It's all about the money. Yep. Well, we never did talk about the good part with Andretti. Um, they're. They to join for me. Yeah accepted and uh, so they just have to negotiate with liberty media and it sounds like that's just a formality and they may have already pre-negotiated that up front because they don't think you know the 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 two organizations they they talk to each other they're not going to approve one without like you know some input and buy-in from the other so i think it's just a matter of time and we're going to see the 11th team in formula one starting in 2026
1: now yeah, the biggest hiccup is the whole other teams not wanting to dilute
0: i don't think that's going to be a problem um it cut it yeah kinda i feel sound, like
1: they're gonna ultimately end up saying yes here yeah, they may I, not be I, happy about it but they will
0: yeah so uh other other random news williams pretty much said that they're standing behind Logan Sargent. And I have to say James Foles going out there and putting his face, put his, you know, his money where his mouth is and said, you know, we stand behind him. You can't compare his performances to Alex because his car is not the same as Alex. And he's got his metrics. We're here to support him. We haven't done a great job of supporting him at times, but we, we want him to be successful. I don't know about you, but that was so refreshing to hear in the, because you don't hear that in the sports world where, you know, the boss comes out and puts his neck on the line for one of his, his driver or one of his players. Like it's, you know, you see like teams move on from their quarterback. They cut pitchers, they trade these guys, they give up on them after a year or two. And it's just like, it's so refreshing to see somebody say, look, this is a, a a mutual relationship here. It's like, yeah, he's not had great moments on the track. He hasn't scored any points this year, but at the same time, we haven't done our part to help him either.
1: Yeah. I think they're taking some of the acknowledgement in that, but I think kind of what's unstated also is they're going to give him a chance and probably do a lot of testing and development in the off season. But I, I, wouldn't be surprised if Oh, he's got it doesn't leash. go well. He's, he's got, got a short leash, very short leash mm-hmm. to maybe half the races at most, maybe even a quarter of the way through the season that if something doesn't change, then we are going to be making a switch. Is at the end of the day, you're an organization. You can't be pumping $3 million when you're already at a cost cap to fix cars. That's just gonna further hinder.
0: I I and speaking you have sponsors
1: of that, to please.
0: Speaking of that, um, I don't know. I read this, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but apparently Williams was penalized citing that they had a third car. I don't know if this is true or not. I just like it, you know, I read this. I didn't have a chance to to back it up. But they basically accused them of be, of fixing the car too quickly after he trashed it during Q1. It got it fixed and working again and people are like, uh, no. They got really good at rebuilding their cars. So they had <laughs> Nicholas Latifi for 3 years before that. If Williams is the best at one thing, it's rebuilding cars in a hurry. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) If they're like Red Bull, they have three front wings and probably three or four of everything.
0: All right, so coming up this weekend, let's make some predictions. Blaney, Ryan, we didn't really talk about Talladega, but and he wins by 12 you know one thousandths of a second beating kevin harvick in his final year who that got disqualified
1: so is that close finish still count
0: no <laughs> i mean we we saw it happen but that that's
1: what was it windshield fasteners yeah they weren't tightened down windshield? or something
0: like that yeah, come on how weird is that
1: hey, come on nascar I guess what maybe a safety thing if it had blown off, but
0: so here's here's the thing. Byron, Blaney, they moved on to the round of eight already with their wins. Danny Hamlin is plus fifty up. I mean, I, I don't think he has to go very far, a couple of stage points, and I think he's locked in. Um Christopher. He had a Bell, good run.
1: Fought back for he a... did. What second now, right?
0: Man, he was going to town on social media on Monday morning and people are like making fun of him and ripping him and saying he caused a wreck and he didn't. And he's like, uh he replied to somebody who said he caused a wreck. He says, uh, Your eye appointment is at 9 a.m. Please press one to confirm. <laughs> Like he has taken this villain role in NASCAR and has just run with, not run, like sprinted <laughs> with it. It's uh, and,
1: actually kind of funny. Uh, and I don't just know if I can say I'm a Hamlin fan anymore, but it's hilarious. I, I like it. I mean, it's just, needed it,
0: especially with Kyle Busch. Kind of, you know, he sold his team. He's kind of mellowed out he's like the old vet now. Uh, we yeah, not have time for this. Let's see. <laughs> I just pulled up his, his, uh, X feed. Uh, it says me don't speed on pit road. He's got the Kevin James meme. That's going around right now. The, the King of Queens photo and he Photoshopped <laughs> his head on it. Uh, Somebody tweeted, "Denny's gonna cry." Oh, it says penalty, Denny Hamlin, too fast entering pit road. And somebody replied back, and they had a picture of a uh, Broncos. Th- their handle is a Denver Broncos, and he wrote, "He gonna cry." Denny re- reposted this and said, "Number one Broncos fan, it's okay to cry. We can cry together." Hashtag seventy <laughs> twenty. <laughs> um. Let's see. I don't like the decisions. This is Nick LeBrec. Some guy, random guy on social media. I don't like the decisions that Denny Hamlin has been making so far today at, at Talladega. Seems like he's not his usual self at Super Speedway. Uh, hesitates, doesn't lean much, hoping this will finish better than it started. Denny responds, I didn't like them either. <laughs> Uh, Connie Bradley wrote karma that POS at Denny Hamlin caused chaos for everyone and still didn't get the lucky dog now if only his car would break and he'd get a DNF today and next week Denny replies oh Connie maybe next week (laughs) um Hilarious at Denny, this is Owen hilarious at Denny Hamlin pulled in front of everyone and still didn't get his lap back, but accomplished to ruin other drivers for stage points and puts a gif of uh, Will Ferrell saying, what an idiot. And Denny wrote, you just called yourself a name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't trust Denny at Denny Hamlin not to play games. Oh, it's Connie again. Uh, don't trust that Denny Hamlin not to play games to manipulate this race. We know he would be the first one complaining if others were doing the same. Denny says, you have trust issues. (laughs) There's
1: some truth that he would complain if it was somebody else.
0: (laughs) Um... So, someone posted, uh, Joe Gibbs posted, from a lap down to P4, Denny Hamlin and the Mavis, Mavis, Mavis team had quite a day. Tyler Young says, So, Denny, not knowing how to pronounce his sponsor's name on live TV. Denny said, This is nothing. I once thanked the guys in the ugly brown truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, this is all just in one morning. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Denny Hamlin man good for him he's having some fun
1: yeah it's fun to see he's engaging people too just
0: yeah it's the thing is like the thing is like people feel that I'm just gonna talk smack on a celebrity athlete whatever on social media because they're never gonna respond and then you get the reply that the celebrity responded to you and called you out for your smack talk and you're not gonna respond because if you do further respond, all the, all their fans are going to come after you, and just <laughs> it's not not going to be pretty. Um, so Denny plus fifty, Christopher Bell plus twenty two and fourth, Chris Busher plus plus nineteen, Martin Truex plus seventeen, Kyle Larson plus fifteen, and then Brad Keselowski plus two. Outside currently, Tyler Reddick minus two, Bubba Wallace minus nine. Ross Chastain, minus 10, who had a bad weekend. Got wrecked out on the last lap of the first stage, I think. And Kyle Busch, minus 26, going into the Robles. So not not looking good for Kyle. Um, Ross doesn't have a wall that he can cling
1: on to. Again, Brad kind of pushed too hard and caused a big wreck. He did. Not the first time, Denny. If you catch this, I may not agree with some things, but it'd be awesome to have you on the show. Don't
0: worry talk we're about not, your ear. We're not like we're not gonna like we want to have fun. Like we don't want to yeah. talk smack or be jerks or anything or gotcha. No, <laughs> We just want to, you know, just shoot it with you. Just have some fun. Come on, you know, end of the season, open invitation to come on and and hang out with us.
1: Yeah, sure. Thoughts on the season, and it's been fun watching. Uh,
0: Looking at the owner's points, Hendrick is currently sitting first. Joe Gibbs. Oh, Hendrick and uh, William Byron. I don't understand the owner point thing. So Hendrick with the William Byron car is the leader, the Joe Gibbs with... Denny Hamlin's 11 is 28 points back. Christopher Bell is third with tw- uh, 56 points back tied with Chase Elliott, 56 points back. I don't, I don't understand how that works.
1: I guess it's the car. So like, even when Josh Berry was running the nine, he was still oh, owner okay. points.
0: But, but how is, how is chase in fourth place? Compared to somebody like Martin Truex Jr., who is currently sitting seventh,
1: I, I have no idea.
0: It's owner's points, whatever.
1: They can do their thing. It's yeah, not yeah. quite like the Formula One.
0: It's not, yeah. It's not, but on the uh, manufacturers, Chevy's got a decent lead on Toyota, and Ford is in a little bit further back in third right now. Okay.
1: We're just kind of falling off at certain tracks. Toyota's really... just been consistent.
0: Ford had a really good like six week period where you had Chris Buescher win two a row two in a row. McDowell had a that win in Indianapolis, but before and after that, it's been kind of eh.
1: Toyota's been solid. Chevy has struggled on the super speedways, but been very good elsewhere.
0: I mean Byron had a. Uh, I mean he came away second after the disqualification, but. He was right there. He's had a really good year.
1: Mm-hmm. It has been good for him.
0: Blaney's had a good year. Um, yeah, two wins uh,
1: man, for Blaney.
0: I, I, I honestly would would be at this point, I'd be surprised if Byron wasn't in the final. You know, the the four and probably Blaney as well. it seems like where it's
1: crazy to me? If even though you're in, you have a bad stretch of races, you're out.
0: Yeah, and you've got Homestead, you've got Martinsville. What's the third one in that schedule? Man, my Uh, Vegas. Vegas, Vegas. Yeah, that's right.
1: Vegas early season was kind of bland.
0: That was kind of a bland race.
1: Martinsville was kind of a lot of single file. Homestead could get interesting. Yes it could. It's a good track.
0: I kind of wonder about the future of of that track. Yeah, it used to be the finale. It was for a long for what, like 20 years. It was the last race of the season.
1: Yeah, it, it took over uh, for Atlanta.
0: Yes. Atlanta yeah, it used
1: th- to be the season finale, then it went to Homestead and now Phoenix. Now Phoenix.
0: And it just jacked up the price of a Phoenix ticket in the fall. All right. It's kind of fun. I mean, last year I went to the uh the ARCA, I guess it would have been the Arca West finale. This year I'll be at the Xfinity uh championship race. Man, I, looking back on that a year ago, poor T- I this is the first time I've ever said this, but man, poor Ty Gibbs. He he goes, he wins, you know, he, he has that terrible. Martinsville where he wrecked his teammate to win goes on wins the championship everyone booing him and 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 then he clinches the title and then his dad dies in his sleep overnight uh like just God how like that that is like the worst week possible for anyone it's like you yeah you wanna you want a race you want a championship you know you, people hate you and then your dad dies like you know, and he was obviously very close to his dad. Uh I mean it's just it was a just a terrible, terrible situation. Um, but it's like cold. unfortunate. Yeah, it's just really, really bad. So I think we better go ahead and wrap. We got the uh petite lemon the petite le, Man, le, uh, le, Petit le Mans. I don't want I want to keep calling it the La Petite le Mans for some reason. I don't know why.
1: Oh well, it's one of those. At Road Atlanta.
0: Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, if you want to be uh, proper. <laughs> so I'm good luck
1: fine. to you and the team. Yeah, it should be fun. It would be so, fun to see how it goes.
0: We'll see. Uh, knock on wood, we made it through the entire 24-hour stream for Daytona. Let's see if we can make it through a 10-hour at, uh, at Road Atlanta.
1: Let's hope none of us get punted and I don't have a Dukes of Hazard moment.
0: You don't have a dukes of hazard moment, you don't have a GT3 car ruining your day. Um it's kind of funny like the perspective change where you know you're on the GT3 side, and then you go and you sit on the other side, and you know, you're in the you know the LMP2 or the hypercar or something, and it's like, oh, these slow GT3s girl.
1: And when we did Daytona, we didn't have any of the no, that was LMPs weird. There.
0: That was weird. How do you have an all GT3 stint like that? That was we were weird.
1: the very last split. <laughs> That's how.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, it's with with Mark and Ian. Um something tells me you aren't getting the last last uh split again.
1: No, my eye rating for Rodal hurt a little bit.
0: Let's let's look and see just before we wrap here. Uh let's see mark he's a 1390 b class in road hunter is 1683 a class in road ian he's a 1635 a class in road Should I I read your I rating off or you want me to skip that? Oh, yeah. No, you go for it. (laughs) It's not good. You're a 1073 C class. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. Best of luck.
1: It's not that I can't drive the cars because my safety rating is pretty high. It's, I'm just learning road and trying to get faster.
0: It's just, it's a different environment. That's for sure. And I hate it i hate it, left, I, hate it. I hate it
1: pedal on the left side i, I don't get it
0: i mean you know it's the like, one on the right <laughs> the only thing that pedal is for is slowing down for cautions and slowing down to enter pit road and yes. maybe the occasional tap tan or a turn
1: <laughs> or drag it a little bit at a talladega
0: yes just just a little bit of a drag frracingonline.com at frracingonline. Head over to at stadium scene on uh, whether you're watching on Facebook, state, uh, YouTube, or Twitch for the 10-hour coverage. You'll hear my voice again. I know you love hearing it, but you'll hear me again over the 10 hours. Eric will pop in, Hunter, Mark, in. Ian. Uh, Taco will be joining us. That'd be a good time. Good way to spend a Friday night and giving me reason to go to bed at 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning.
1: Yeah, come in chat feel free to give me grief it'll be fun
0: it'll be fun we'll enjoy ourselves um so thanks for watching and uh we'll see we'll we'll break it down we'll break down the schedules next week for both indycar and nascar and uh we'll, we'll talk about how the event went we'll see you next time
1: yeah thanks for watching we'll see you soon